The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me for another edition of Book Match. I'm Shannon, once again, facilitating for you today. And what we do here is to talk about what people love to read. One of the things that I love most is matching books with the people who love them. So I will invite you to raise your hand and chat with me about your reading preferences. If you like certain um, certain genres, or if you prefer reading in a particular format, be that audio or ebook, um, I am happy to do my best to try to match you with books that I think you'll like. I read in a pretty wide array of fiction genres and do also delve into a bit of nonfiction as well. I also tend to pay attention to books in general, whether or not they are books that I specifically read. So generally speaking, I should be able to recommend something for you. I will say it is possible to stump me, I'm unsure, but I will do my best. So I want to say thank you to Sheila for hosting tonight and for um, to Herbie for streaming in both Clubhouse and on ACB Media 5. So we'll be here until 8 p.m. If you would like some book recommendations, please do raise your hand and Sheila will call on you. Okay, well, you got one, Nolan. How are you doing on this fine Thursday evening, everyone? I am not too bad sitting here with a sleeping cat and getting ready to talk about books. So things are pretty good. How are you? I'm doing very well. This is my first time joining the book match this evening. And thank you for having me. So do you have things that you particularly like to read or... Are you just saying hi? Oh, yes, actually. I am. <clears throat> I am. Um, I was reading. I, I'm reading a book. I was um, looking for another book. Um, like a. Um, do you have any book rec? A book recommendation from an, like an author that you would recommend that you would like me to read from NLS Bard because I've read a book off of NLS Bard that's called um, Harry Potter in the or Phoenix by J.K. Ah, Rowling. Okay. So have you read the rest of the Harry Potter books or is this um, your first? 
I've read some on I've read some of them on Bookshare and so I'm but not on NLS Bard. No. Okay, so they are all there. Um, I think there's actually a couple of versions of them. One, I believe, recorded back when NLS first recorded the Harry Potter books. And I believe that they are narrated by Eric Sandvold. And then not too long ago, relatively speaking, they added the commercial versions of those read by Jim Dale. But if you're looking for something that is kind of similar to Harry Potter, but with a slightly different storyline, I would recommend the Percy Jackson series by Rick Reardon. And there's also a series by Diana Wynn, W-Y-N-N Jones. And that is kind of another like sorcery series. Um, It has, let's see, The Lives of Christopher Chant. There's one called Charmed Life. Um, Another called Witch Week. So those would be some... um, some similar recommendations, kind of similar to to Harry Potter. Um, the Diana Wynne Jones books are older, and okay. the Percy Jackson books, I would say, are pretty contemporary with Harry Potter. Okay, um, because I was the the format um, the formats that I'm looking for are either Braille. Or audio format, right? So I have you will a braille display that I can use to read these books on. So I know for sure that all the Harry Potter books are in audio. I would be surprised if they weren't in braille, but I cannot honestly say that I've looked to see. Um, the Diana Wynne Jones books, I know some of hers are, but again, I can't speak to that particular series. You would have to search to uh, okay. see. Um, and the same would be true of the Percy Jackson, uh, Rick Reardon books. I know those are in audio. I do not know specifically about Braille. Okay. Well, thank, well, thank you, you so Sharon, much for, for being here. Time. I greatly appreciate that. You have a great night. You too. Thank you. All right. Lynn. Lynn. Hello. Hello. I have lost the file that I had written down. I can't find it anywhere. Anyway, that had authors in it. But anyway, I have a few. So um, hope everyone is doing well this evening. And um, so I enjoy, of course, the Fostering memoirs, I like all of those. Really enjoy oh, those. Yeah. So if you have come up with another fostering author, I really hope that you'll let me know that. <laughs> I um, wish I had. I wish you had too. <laughs> there are <laughs> nearly as many of those as I wish there were. I know. Um, Abigail Thomas, I really enjoy her. And Caroline Mitchell. Oh, yes. Um, I enjoy a lot of mystery kinds of books. And I especially seem to like uh, children in them. I don't know why. What ah. that just adds a sense of extra sense of 
danger and mystery to it, I guess. So that is what I can come up with for now. Well, first of all, I will say that we have a new Kathy Glass fostering memoir coming out, I believe, on August 31st. Oh. So only two more weeks, and that will be here. Um, but as far as mysteries and thrillers with children in them, so there are, let's see. There is an author named Kia Abdullah, and it's K-I-A-A-B-D-U-L-L-A-H. And Mm -hmm. she writes legal thrillers. And the first Mm -hmm. one that she has written, uh, which came out, I want to say it came out in England in late 2019, and I think was published over here in 2020 um, is about a teenager who is involved in sort of a, a legal struggle. So it's not quite like a, a young child, like you might, you know, be thinking of um, like in, for example, the client by John Grisham, where you have, you know, that young boy. Um, but this one, she is a teenager. And so you have like some of the, I don't know, kind of like peer pressure oh, uh, sure. things going on. Um, so that is one that I would recommend. What is the name of that book again, did you say? I am looking up that title because it is uh, first, it's the first one she wrote. And I want to make sure that I give you the right title. But I'm looking that up as we speak. Um. Let's see. Got smart this week and did pair the Braille display. Oh, yeah. All right. So it is take it back. Okay. Um, and then Let's see. Another one that I would recommend is one called The Obsession. And it's by Jesse Q. Sutanto. Who <gasps> I'm slated to wrote, read that book. Yes. Yes. Who wrote um, Dial A for Aunties. She has written a couple of YA thrillers that are also focused on teenagers and they are utterly and completely chilling. She has her new adult thriller, which is actually her debut adult thriller, comes out next week, and it's called I'm Not Done With You Yet. Oh! And it is not quite about teenagers, but looks, it's like a dual timeline. It goes back and forth between present time and our main character's time at boarding school. And so we do get to see some of that intrigue, you know, in like the the fancy girl school and kind of the like toxic female friendships. Um, I'm reading it now and it is pretty excellent. Oh, looking forward to that. Yes, it comes out next week. I can't oh, wait great. for everybody to read it and love it. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. All right. We've got somebody iPhone. 
When you're oh, raised. another yeah. iPhone. <laughs> so if you would unmute and tell us who you are, please. Okay. All right, we'll go to 918-292. You can unmute. Tell us who you are, please. Star six will unmute you. Yes. I'm Allison. Hi, and Allison. I'm Allison. Hello. I really like to read. I like books. Well, format-wise, I like them in audio. I like Braille, but I have pretty bad arthritis, so it's hard to r run back and forth, you know, oh, yes. across my display. Yes. Um, but I like uh, I like books about family relationships. I like um, I like uh, Joy Fielding. I don't know what her latest was. I really enjoyed the uh, the one she had called The Housekeeper. And that was uh, really yes. good. Um, yes. And I like um, Jody Picot, although I wasn't ex as excited about Mad Honey. But um, oh, I've loved Mad Honey. Well, I haven't, and I haven't read it, but it didn't sound oh. like it. Is it good? It is. It is amazing. Okay, then I have it downloaded, so I will read it. So I, I like, as I say about families and that sort of thing, uh, family relationships. Any suggestions? So I would first recommend Jennifer Weiner, if you haven't read her before. Um, Is she the one that read Good in Bed? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, one of my favorites by her is a novel about a family and it's called Fly Away Home. Okay. And it is, it's a little bit older. I want to say it came out maybe the mid, like 2008, 2009, something like that. So it definitely has been around for a while. Is it on but Bard? I, it is. It is. Okay. I think you'll find most of hers on Bard. Um, I don't think that one is the commercial version, though, because that would have been before NLS started to um, use the commercial versions as much as they are now. But That's okay with me. <laughs> okay. So as far as I remember, it does have a really good narrator. I also really enjoyed All Fall Down by her. Okay. Um, but moving away from Jennifer Weiner, I also really like The Swallow's Nest by Emily Richards. And ah. she's Emily, E-M-I-L-I-E, -I -I, Richards. Okay. And the book is The Swallow's Nest. And it talks a lot about like motherhood and what makes a family. So, you know, is a family um, strictly by blood? Like what makes someone a mother? That is kind of the, mm -hmm. the question that's raised here. Um, a more recent book is one that I believe came out in late 2021 or early 2022. And it's by Eleanor Brown and it's called Any Other Family. And this is also on Bard, um, but I believe this one is the commercial version. And it is about three families who adopt 
siblings who are biologically related. And they try to form this huge blended family of like, you know, the couples and these siblings. And so you get to see the ways in which this works, the ways in which it doesn't. Um, I found it to be captivating and just a really interesting look at some of the things that we don't necessarily think about when we think about like adoption. Mm -hmm. So those would be some things that I can recommend like off the top of my head that are kind of, you know, that delve into that sort of family dynamic. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I believe our iPhone has gotten unmuted. Uh... Hello. Yes. Hi. Um, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize I was muted before. Sorry. Um, and thank and, you, very who, much and for... you are? Uh, my name's Matt. Thank you. Hello, Matt. Okay. Hello. Um, thank you very much for having this call. Uh, it's very oh, you're interesting. You're welcome. Uh, I wanted to mention um, that there's this program. I'm. Uh, uh, some of you might already know about this program. It's called the uh, the the feeding reading program through Kellogg cereals. Um, oh, right, right, and um, it does require some functional sight to to um, submit uh, submit uh, pictures of receipts, but you can get free books, up to ten books per person, um, from their list of um, beginner, middle, and adult slash teen titles. Huh, and uh, so I'd like to mention that um, uh, just FYI, I, I purchased my cereal through CVS and they, they have promotions on different cereals and um, it's pretty good. It's, it's primarily uh, the books are for school age children. And, um, you know, I think uh, uh, people 12 and up. Okay. Well, so, thank you yes. so much for point for pointing that out. That was a program that I was not aware of. Okay, and uh, the website is um, kellogg'spromotions.com, and then you'll be able to find uh, programs called Feeding Reading. Cool. Well, thank okay. you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. Oh, and um, uh, yeah, at least for this year, you have to buy uh, your products. There's a list of um, um, selected products <clears throat> by September 30. I think oh. it recurs every year, but I, I'm not exactly sure. This is the first time I'm, I'm joining the program with it. Huh. Well, it would definitely be worth checking out, I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've gotten, I've picked four books already. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Well, thank you so much. You're very welcome. All right, Allie. Good evening, Shannon. Hello. So, hello. So, it's funny you mentioned Dial A for Andes because I just finished that yesterday. What a great book, oh, huh? Yeah, I love I everything Sutanto writes. If you liked that one, like with the culture thing, you might love um, 30 Things I Love About Myself. Um, oh, I have that on my wish list along with I Wish We Weren't Related, which is um, her well, 2023 that like release. To, that sounds like a book I need to look at. Okay, I Wish yes. We Weren't Related. Okay. Yeah, it's the same author as 30 Things. Okay, that's a really hard name to spell, too. <laughs> it is. Um, 
So I actually, my question, I'm really into um, self-help um, types of books more and you ask for formats so more the structured workbook type do you have any recommendations of maybe things that you've liked or something you know things you've heard of so to be very very honest i am not a big self-help person what i do know is that there are like so so many of these out there. Like I know there's some on like anti-racism and others on like, mental time. health. Um, and yes. so I, I do not know, especially of like the, the workbook type. I've read uh -huh. some that are kind of like, you know, essay collections where people are sharing their own experiences as ways mm -hmm. of, of helping others. But I have not found any like workbook themed ones that are um, of interest to me. But that is more like my own sort of limitation in that I'm not. No, actually it's a very new is thing. That your, is that your background noise, honey? Unfortunately, it is. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Sorry, Sheila. Thanks. It's all right. Just wanted to make sure. Timing is everything, isn't it? <laughs> but you you did say we could stump you with these, so yes, I I can take a look. Um, In the meantime, I will you... leave because of that. <laughs> right, but I mean, I I can take a look and get back with you either like at the end of this call or next week with some more like targeted recommendations. Um, if that would be helpful to you. She did Thank say she you was so much, Shannon. Yeah. Yeah, I did. You're welcome. I, sorry about that, Sheila. It's okay. All right, Matt. Hello. Uh, yes, I'd like to find out uh, uh, if um, what what uh, category Allie, um, what, what category of book she's interested in. Is it personal finance? Is it psychology? Is it, uh, I don't know, families? Oh. I love um, mental health and therapy. I'm really into like mental health therapies, natural health, things like that. Oh, okay. Um, I, I'll, I'll see if I can uh, look up some titles while we're on the call, but uh, thank you. All right. You don't have any hands right now. All right. Well, since I don't have any hands, I will talk a little bit about some books that have come out in August so far. Um, because I'm me and am generally a fiction reader, um, a lot of these are going to be genre fiction. But there are a ton of fantastic things that have come out just within like this first three weeks of August. And Sheila, you can feel free to um, let me know okay, if we end up with raised hands. Otherwise I can just like talk on and on and on and people <laughs> will be waiting forever, which would not be nice. I'll be happy to. Um, so I want to first mention a book by Kirsten White. And this is called Mr. Magic. It is a little bit horror, a little bit thrillery. It is about a group of people who, when they were 
teenagers or children. They were a part of a magic show that was on television. And something happened, and this show went off the air. Well, now, apparently, five of these people are reuniting and are trying to learn the truth about what really led to the sort of implosion of this show. And interestingly, there is no memory of this show ever having existed except in the minds of these five people. So I am pretty intrigued by this. It's one that I have here from my public library. I am hoping to get to it really soon. Um, I mentioned last week to someone who was looking for like series reads with like a large cast of characters and kind of that found family feel. I mentioned Karen Rose and there's actually a new Karen Rose book out this week called Beneath Dark Waters. This is the second in her New Orleans series and is the follow-up to last year's Quarter to Midnight. So if you're a Karen Rose fan, you should definitely check that out. Sticking with romantic suspense, romance, these kinds of things, because Karen Rose, although she can create some really creepy thrillers, her books also do have a dash of romance in them. Um, I want to talk about some romance here, and this is Accidentally in Love by Danielle Jackson. It is the sequel to last year's The Accidental Pinup. It is a body positive book um, about a model who is not necessarily as, as happy with her current uh, life situation as she might hope to be. Um, she gets herself caught up in some hijinks along the way. I've heard great things about Danielle Jackson, although I have not actually read this one as of yet. Um, Alison Brennan got her start writing romantic suspense. She has branched off a bit and has started to write some straight up mystery now, but she has a standalone out this month called North of Nowhere, which is a sort of survival thriller. Um, so if you're looking for, you know, people kind of fighting against not only like a circumstance, but kind of nature as well, um, this one does look really good. And again, that is North of Nowhere by Alison Brennan. There are so, so many books that come out each week. I'm like picking very carefully, trying to make sure I... <laughs> Am uh, referencing all right, things. You that... got a hand raise. <laughs> ah, all right. Then I won't reference any more right now. All what do we right. Have? I'm going to guess it might be Mika, but I am. <laughs> yes, not. it is. Okay. Hello. <laughs> hello. 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 Um, so I am here again because if I love anything, it is a recommendation. Um, yes. And I am. And I'm stuck between books now, so oh, I'm no. in the perfect mood, the perfect, perfect mode to get a recommendation <laughs> and act on it immediately. To be stuck between books, it is not. So I'm looking for. Um, let's see. I guess the first thing that I'm really looking for is, um. Urban fan like urban fantasy or paranormal romance with 
like species or powers that the main character has that are not in what we would consider like as the norm. Oh, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And my second really, my second quick thing is um, I'm looking for like a book, like romantic suspense or something like that, where they where like um, where there is either like witness protection or one of the characters is in witness protection or um, they are, they are having to be, um, they're having to be protected and they're not like super bitter and hateful about it. So, Uh, (laughs) so the new Karen Rose actually kind of does your protection um, thing a little bit. Our female, our, our heroine is a bodyguard for a district attorney and his young son. Um, I would say if you haven't read Quarter to Midnight, you could probably still dive into Beneath Dark Waters, even though it sort of um, breaks my like series reading order uh, soul in two to recommend that you I can know. read book two I, I have without no reading such qualms, so I'm good. I know. <laughs> um, but I would think, given you know the way Karen Rose writes, I would think you could probably figure out like what you might have missed from a quarter to midnight. But that one does do the protection thing. Um, it's not like the the heroine who is in, in need of protection, but. Um, it is still sort of that that theme. There's also The Bodyguard by Catherine Center, which is a little bit more contemporary romance, I think, and less romantic suspense. But I've been kind of intrigued by this idea of like female bodyguards lately. Um, and that one came out either last year or the year before um, and might work for you. But as far as your urban fantasy, have you dived onto the Danica Dark train yet? No, I'm not. Oh, oh, oh. So if you start with Sterling, it is the first book in her Madgerie series. A lot of people like her seven series better. But I personally think that the Madri series has a little bit more of what you're talking about with people who have sort of mm, unique abilities like that are out of the ordinary from what we see in a lot of urban fantasy and paranormal romance. So we have like the mages who are, you know, your, your magic users. But we also have cheetahs who are sort of a form of shifter, but not in the way that you would expect. Um, we have sensors who have control over like memories. There are healers who heal in magical ways that you learn about more as the series unfolds. Um, as far as her, her mages, they are created, not born. And so the idea of like how mages are created is a little bit more unique than some of the other things we've seen. But I am a big fan of hers and have been since about 2014. Um, and I know you don't do audio a lot, but for people who might want to, her audiobook narrator is Nicole Poole. 
and she is absolutely amazing. Um, I would also recommend, I think you've read a few of the Jackie Leon book by Kay Ann Bannett. Yes. But she also has um, other series set in that same universe. And one of the ones that I've been reading recently is about a snake shifter. And Ooh. these books have, have titles like Venom and Snare. And it is... Um, she, she's a, a Nagini, and so she is one of the very, very few female snake shifters that still exists in the world. And so you get to sort of learn about that culture while still kind of delving into that whole, like, tribunal that you met in the Jackie Leon books. Um, these run, I would say, concurrent with the Jackie Leon books. So you can read them, you know, kind of like parallel with them. Um, and I've enjoyed them quite a bit. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, you don't have any hands right now. All right. Well, I'm going to, let's see here. I have talked some about like romantic suspense and mystery, things like that. And there are a ton of phenomenal mysteries that I've read lately that have come out recently. Um, one is Strange Sally Diamond by Liz Nugent, who is an Irish author. So I would definitely recommend her. Um, she writes standalone kind of psychological thrillers. Gillian McAllister, who is a British author, has recently released Just Another Missing Person. This one I have not read, but I've read other McAllister thrillers that I've really, really liked. Um, some of them are kind of legal thrillers, and some of them are more psychological thrillers that do some pretty interesting things with format. She has one, um, I think they came out last year, called Wrong Place, Wrong Time. And it is about a woman who is trying to prevent a murder from happening. She has to go back in time, like day by day by day, to try to prevent her son from being arrested for murder. So like that concept, I think, is very, very cool. And it's definitely outside of the thriller, like legal thriller arena that McAllister has has inhabited um, up until this point. There is a new Jennifer Dugan book called The Last Girl's Standing. This is a young adult mystery thriller. And Dugan has primarily, up until this point, been writing like contemporary YA with a little bit of romance. And with Last Girl Standing, she has taken a bit of a turn and is writing a psychological thriller with a few kind of horror tropes thrown in. Um, again, this is someone that I have not read, but someone that I've heard a lot of really great things about. If you like things like The Hunger Games or Divergent, um, The Selection, things like that, 
There is a young adult dystopian that came out this past Tuesday called Forgive Me Not. The author is Jennifer Baker. And these are, this is about a young girl who is entered into something called the trials, which is a way that she can win her freedom after she has been imprisoned within the criminal justice system. So it has a little bit of that like contemporary YA in the sense that, you know, we know a lot of kids end up in the criminal justice system, but then we move past that into sort of this dystopian, you know, kind of Hunger Game-esque um, feeling that kind of intrigues me. This is one that I just got from my public library. I have not read it yet, but it is sitting on my shelf. I am hoping to read it very soon. You will learn very, very quickly that I am always saying I hope to read things very soon. Um, sometimes I'm able to do that and sometimes I'm not. There are entirely like too many books. Well, no, I don't think there can ever be too many books, but a lot of books and not enough time to read them all. Um, even though, you know, I would be very, very happy with more time in the day for reading. Um, I also want to mention Prom Mom by Laura Lippman, which is a mystery that I just finished reading. And Laura Lippman should be familiar to mystery thriller fans. Most of her books are set in Baltimore. She is known for writing a Tess Monahan series about a detective. This, though, is a standalone, and it was very, very creepy. It was also one of the first books I've read that talks very openly about the COVID-19 pandemic. And not in a way that is like, oh, this is a book about COVID, but a book that uses COVID and all the things going on during the lockdown as kind of a, I don't want to say a plot device exactly, but sort of weaves it in and makes it a part of the mystery. Um, another book that did this really, really well is False Witness by Karen Slaughter. Um and then, of course, there's 54 Days by Catherine Ryan Howard, who is another Irish author um, who writes really dark, compelling mysteries. And her 54 Days um, also center, although this one, I think, centers more specifically around the COVID lockdown rather than just weaving it into the story. Um, so let's see here. I also am very intrigued by some of the YA fantasy that has been coming out. Nikki Paupretto, who wrote Crown of, what is this called? Crown of Stars? No, that's not right. Um, I have to look up this title. But she has a new book out called Bonesmith. And... This one is YA fantasy that seems to focus on ghosts. And ghosts are not necessarily a thing that I love, but I know a lot of people do. And because I really love this author, I, I keep going back and forth about whether I should actually try to read this. Um, you know, sometimes 
you read something by an author you love and you're like, oh, okay, you know, I can read anything this person writes. And sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. And I'm not quite sure how I feel um, about trying to read this kind of very ghosty book when I know that ghosts are not generally a thing that makes me happy. But I'm looking for the title of her um, previous book because that one I thought was phenomenal. And it is about a Phoenix writer, which I thought was a very cool concept for a fantasy. Um, and if Goodreads will cooperate with me, I can give you that title. And it is Crown of Feathers. And it is a trilogy, I believe. And this new book is Bonesmith. And it is the first book in a new series called House of the Dead. Um, and that is, again, young adult fantasy. I have been reading a lot of YA, just in general. Um, sometimes, you know, I just feel like YA does a lot of diversity and inclusivity really well. It also just has some really unique plot. Um, and so I have been reading a lot of that lately. And there is a bunch of stuff that I am looking forward to reading. One is called Good as Gold by Candace Buford, which is about a treasure hunt. I'm also looking forward to This Town is on Fire by Pamela N. Harris which is um, a contemporary YA that deals with racism and sort of combating that. Um, it, is it is recommended to people who loved Angie Thomas's The Hate You Give. So if that is something that you are a fan of, um, I would recommend checking that out. Um, I think there are just so many fantastic YA novels coming out, it would be impossible to recommend like all of the ones that I love and even all of the ones that I'm hoping to read soon. There's one called There Goes the Neighborhood, which is about gentrification in kind of a, an urban neighborhood. That one was just added to Bard the other day, which made me very, very happy. And there's also a new Diana Urban that came out earlier this year called Lying in the Deep. And that is another young adult mystery thriller that was added to Bard yesterday or today. And Diana Urban's All Your Twisted Secrets is one of the very, very best um, young adult thrillers I have read. So I'm going to stop rambling here for now and see if anyone has any questions, comments, um, or anything that I can address. You don't have any hands right now. All right. Sheila, you had mentioned that you read a lot, and I didn't get a chance to ask you before we started the actual call, but what kind of things are, do you read? Um, a lot of what you have mentioned, actually, I've been taking notes oh. and writing down some of these titles. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
that. That is good. Uh, yeah, I like romance. I like suspense. I'm actually reading the 23rd of the Woman's Murder Mystery Club right now with ah, James. James Patterson. Yes, yes. I yes. just and I just finished a series by Adeline Catherine Anderson that really I I really enjoyed it because it had a lot of disabilities in it. So it was really a good series. I it was just a no-brainer kind of light reading. Are but, you talking about like the Kendrick Culture? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah the, the I like culture series. The yes, I um, like those a lot. I was not a fan of some of the like disability representation. I think especially in like Phantom Waltz. Yeah, um, the the girl that had gotten injured with the barrel racing, and then the yeah. one the bright eyes, um, the girl that was blind, and then she got her vision back. And oh, blue skies, yes, blue skies, yeah, um, yes. You know, I I mean, some of it was really nicely done, but it was just a light reading. So I just, you know, I literally just there's times I don't like intense books so i just need a chick book (laughs) that's fair i really like annie's song by her which is one of her historicals Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um that is about a a deaf character Mm -hmm. um i read that gosh probably i don't know 20 years ago or more yeah um but it's one that i always think about when i think about katherine anderson because she's she's been writing romance for such a long time Mm-hmm. and just does like so many things both historical and contemporary that uh, i think uh, are one fantastic. of the best books i've read lately was a jeffrey archer book and it was i've never read him sons of fortune it was a fantastic book i've seen his name on all kinds of like you know lists and different like recommendations that people have and i've never actually picked one of them up i really enjoyed that book it was well written <clears throat> yeah he's someone that i will have to uh i will have to check out at some point or other i don't think um, you have time <laughs> no no i i will i will make time <laughs> i will say there is a new um karen slaughter coming out next week that i am super excited about it is the latest her. yes it's the latest in her like will trent and sarah linton series mm. and it's called after that night and i read an early copy and it is absolutely incredible darker than some um but just really really good and definitely fills in kind of some gaps um with like questions you know that we have about some of the characters so I did enjoy that quite a bit. Yeah, and I am hoping that other people will read it and love it. Um, but if we don't have any hands, would it be worth wrapping up early, do you think? You can. Instead of... Uh, oh, you, got, you have a hand raised, Donna. Oh. Okay, I won't wrap up early. <laughs> Hi, Donna. Hey. So I came, to, I came to your program last time, but I just sat back and listened to <laughs> book it in a little bit. Well, I'm glad to have you. 
I wasn't brave enough. So I like books that are very out there. I'm, I love science fiction. I like the stuff that's crazy out there. Like I've read books that uh, they can read each other's minds. They can uh, not only read their, <gasps> each other's minds, but they can keep themselves invisible from that where people can't see them. Um, uh, then I, I read apocalyptic stuff. I'm in the middle of a series oh. now that's so intense that I can't read it often because it's way too real. <laughs> Ooh, what series is that? Oh, let's see. I'll tell you in just a second. Let me get to it. Um, all right, here we go. Of course, I would go look right to something. I'm already in there. All righty. So I am reading. Um, let me get. Hopefully, it won't. I want to tell it to do the title details. There we go. All right. Um, it's called Edge of Darkness, but it's the uh, Edge oh, of Kyla Stone Book Three. Yes. Oh, we. These Kyla books Stone are is incredible. Yes. yes, love it, but I can't do it all at once. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I'd have to look for a minute to find my other ones um, that I was just telling you about. But um, yeah, so as you, <laughs> I do. I like the science fiction. It's really bizarre. The more bizarre, the better. In my for me, because <laughs> you know I, I like to read stuff that takes me away from reality for a little while we all need that I, uh, I would agree with that have I you need- read Alexandra Bracken's darkest mind series no so it is technically considered young adult dystopia but oh, it's like pretty dark and pretty intense um and does have a lot of like mental abilities where people are able to do things with their minds. Like one of the characters can start fires with her mind. Um, and it's all I about like Alexander Bracken. Bracken, B-R-A-C-K-E-N. The first book I is The it. Darkest Minds. Yay. Um, so that one I really liked. I also liked Uglies, U-G-L-I-E-S by Scott Westerfeld, which is another sort of YA dystopian um, where like you're born with a certain appearance and if you reach a certain status, you can like alter that appearance. And it's supposed to be sort of a, like a status symbol, you know, depending on like what you look like, but then things go kind of terribly wrong with that. Is that by... Um, this is by Scott Westerfeld, oh. W-E-S-T-E-R-F-E-L-D. Got it. I found and it. And it is a four-book series, I believe, Um, for, like, post-apocalyptic stuff. I am absolutely in love with the work of Sarah Lyons-Fleming. These are not on Bard but you can find them in Kindle and Audible if that is a way, um, if, if those are ways that you get books. Yep, that's, um, I'm actually on Audible now looking up when you tell me something. Was Sarah, uh, Sarah Lyons Fleming, L-Y-O-N-S, 
Fleming, F-L-E. I can't remember if it's one M or two. I want to say two M-M-I-N-G. The book is called Until the End of the World. And this is the first book in, she has three series so far that are interconnected and they are all about the apocalypse. The first book, um, the first series is read by Julia Whelan, who is absolutely incredible. Um, if you want sort of like the apocalypse mixed with paranormal abilities, um, like magic kind of, Nora Roberts wrote Year One several oh. years ago, and that is a, a trilogy uh, I think the series is called Chronicles of the One. I found it. Yes, that is also uh, yes, Julie Whalen. That is the narrator of that. Um, so that's- I, loved, I loved the first book, which is year one. Um, I think it, for me personally, it kind of slowed down in the second book. But I know that a ton of people really, really love the second book. But for me, at least the first book is is totally worth your time if you're looking for some like apocalyptic goodness mixed with magic okay so you're good because at least two of the books you've recommended to me are on my wish list uh, wish list you're so good around <laughs> i try i try but i've just added i just added two more books that you told me about so yeah and you're good. for science fiction have you ever read the WWW like Wake Watch Wonder um, trilogy by Robert J. Sawyer? No, never heard of that. Oh my goodness. So it is, it's an older series. I think the first one was written maybe in 2010, 2011, maybe. Ah, WW Wake. Wake, yes. And Robert J. Sawyer. Absolutely. It's about a teenage girl who is blind and she wants to have a procedure that will give her back her vision. But instead of giving her vision in the way that like we would expect, it allows her to actually see the World Wide Web. And she discovers a form of artificial intelligence that she sort of befriends. Um, Oh, very cool. Yes, and I read those several years ago, and they were they were phenomenal. Yep, I just added it to my wish list, and I'm just waiting for a credit to come, and it'll be mine. Uh, they're also on Bard. <gasps> oh, yay! The commercial versions are not, but the ones on Bard are read by Erin Jones, oh. and she does a really good job with them. Good, I'm going to go for that right now. And Yay. Anna, I, I like that. Yes, I'm, yeah, I'm always very cool. wanting people to cultivate a positive relationship with Bard. Oh, yes. <laughs> and uh, I have a friend who is in a book group with me. Um, and um, interesting. Oh, yeah. Just It just says www. Robert Sawyer doesn't say the wake. Interesting. Yeah, there's Wake, Watch, and Wonder, so you'll have to kind of weed through them to figure out which is which. I wish that they were labeled a little better on Bard. Interesting. Shannon, you have five minutes, dear. Thank you so much. And I you've got one hand. All right. 
I appreciate well, Donna, your help. Thank you so much for being here. No, thanks for your help. I appreciate it. No problem. Allie. Hello, a lot less background Hello. noise now. Um, so have you read Today Will Be Different by Maria Semple? I have not, but it is on my wish list of things to one day read. Ah, I was going to ask you if you knew of anything like that. Um, that was kind of that same like chaotic energy that the main character has. Have you ever looked at anything by Sophie Kinsella? The name sounds familiar. Um, she has sort of that like lighter, funnier kind of women's fiction that ah. a lot of people compare to Maria Semple. Um, I can't, I can't vouch for it because I've never read uh, the Maria Semple book, but I know a lot of people who are looking for some of that sort of, as you put it, like chaotic, you know, kind of like frenetic energy. Um, <laughs> yes. Really, really enjoy those. Um, something else that might work for you is the Sunshine Vikram series by Dorinda Jones. And the first book in that is A Bad Day for Sunshine. Okay. Um, and those are kind of mysteries like if you're a fan of like something like Gilmore Girls there is a phenomenal mother-daughter relationship there that is all okay. that sort of chaos and like you know lighter um there's some really good humor some very witty banter um but definitely does have some of that like frenetic almost like hyperactive energy going on thank you and you're gonna love today will be different then it is definitely one I hope to read. Well, I'm going to wrap us up for now. It is 7.58. I want to thank all of you so much for joining me today. Allie, if you come back next week, I will try to have some self-help recommendations for you. I will research that this week. Will um, do. Sheila, thank you so much for hosting Herbie, thank you for streaming in both Clubhouse and ACB Media 5. And I will be back with you next week to chat about more books.